Oh my god, why is this so hard? Hey, it's Lily. <sighs> hey, it's Lily. I'm excited to present you with the second Radical Short in which I mine some gold from my sister's show, Radical Advice, and package it for you right here on the podcast. Radical Advice is a weekly live show on BFF.FM, a San Francisco community radio station on the internet where I host a live advice show with some incredible guests, mostly therapists, and we try to answer your life questions. For this radical short, we time travel all the way back to February when my colleague Lauren Selfridge joined me in the studio. Robots are assumed. Robots are assumed. Radical advice. BFF.FM. Exactly. <laughs> You've got this. You you could fill in for me on my show. I don't think I, I don't think any could, anyone could really fill in for I you. I think you could. I actually think Lauren could easily replace me, but let's just not talk about it. Let's get to our listener question. All right, this person says, if feelings can't hurt us, how come we're so afraid of them and work so hard to avoid it? Actually, it's not true that feelings don't hurt us. I th- but I, I think I know what they're talking about, and yeah. it's there's a nuance there. Yeah. Which is that feelings probably won't destroy you like I think the fear of feeling them is that they're gonna like actually destroy us like completely rip everything apart and we're gonna die and that feeling probably goes back to like being very very young and getting the message that certain feelings were not acceptable Mm -hmm. from the people that we relied on to survive we're not accustomed to those feelings. We don't know what will happen when we feel or express those feelings. And so it that unknown is probably a big part of it. Honestly, that's a question I ask myself. Mm-hmm. Why, why is it so scary to feel? And luckily, because of my training as a psychotherapist, you know, I'm I'm able to cognitively get that it's okay to feel. And so that kicks in sometimes when it's scary. Yeah. And yeah. that's part of what therapy does is it, it teaches us that to kind of be expected to be afraid of our feelings. Expect to be afraid of your feelings so that when you get afraid of them, you can shepherd yourself. You can show up. So there's a part of you that uh, that can accompany you, the part of you that's scared. Yeah. Feeling is something that has a physical sensation that goes with it. And that's something I wish I had been taught in kindergarten. Uh, that that emotions are not just psychological, that they show up in the moment in our bodies. And, and most of the time, we probably don't consciously notice that. Yeah, The physical sensations are often what we're afraid of as well. So like if I'm angry and I feel tightness in my chest and my arms are burning and my mm-hmm. ears are tingling or whatever it is that I'm feeling, that's that's my body responding to the emotion and, and actually kind of sends a message that I'm in danger. And so then it gets a whole chain of events that happens as a result. And we get right. in fight or flight mode. And, and so that's a real thing because our bodies are trying to keep us from dying. <laughs> Come on now, bodies. Yeah. yeah. Get, a, get over it. It's like, yeah, we can't <laughs> pretend that emotions are just in, in the mind because they're yeah. not. They show up and there's a very 
real biological reason that we get into fight or flight is because if, if the lion's chasing us, we have to be ready right, to get out of there or to fight it. Yeah, it, it does really tap into some primal stuff. Emotions are, are adaptive. And I, I think really therapy is a lot of it is about making the unconscious conscious so that then we have access to more choices. Right. And so I don't think we can choose our emotions. Yeah. I really don't think we can, but I think we can choose how we respond to them. And the thing that winds up hurting most of the time in this modern day when lions are not in fact chasing us is the resistance to the emotion. So that's actually a very painful thing too. I'm imagining that the ways that it sometimes shows up physically and like tension in our body can be resistance, but also in the form of like an inner critic that's telling us we're wrong yes. all the time. That's the main gatekeeper for feeling our emotions is the inner critic, I think. Oh, yeah. It's like get over it or whatever whatever messages you have inside about it, like, oh, anger's bad or you or when you're excited and happy, your energy is too big and you need to shut that down because mm -hmm. that's embarrassing or, you know, whatever bullshit your inner critic throws yeah, at you. But yeah, but it's very convincing. It'll it's convince us that convincing. it's the only reality. Yeah, I think that what I'm often telling my clients, what I'm often telling myself is it's not that the feelings don't hurt, but that they pass, that they're not permanent. That every feeling, including all, we can't, we can't cling too hard to the good ones or like, quote, good ones, staying forever, that that causes a lot of suffering when I'm like, oh, I'm in a good mood today. This better last the rest of my life. Yeah. Like that causes a lot of suffering. Um, it makes it harder to roll with the punches. Mm -hmm. And then also the same as when, when I get too stuck in thinking that if I feel sad, I will never stop feeling sad again. Yes. If I if I subtract all the resistance, I probably am sad for like 10 minutes, you know? I yeah. mean, sometimes I'm sad for hours or days, but it, it all has a cycle and it passes. Life isn't about feeling good or feeling bad. Being well is about feeling. I don't need to feel better. I just need to feel. And when I just feel, things do get better. It's really wild. And and there are also some really like micro things you can do if you're starting to feel numb physically or emotionally, like taking your shoes off and rubbing your feet on the carpet mm. for about 30 seconds. And, and then, then and then touching like a metal rail <laughs> and getting shocked. That's a different version of the exercise. But then you feel, <laughs> you feel. <laughs> but yeah, totally sensory stimulation. Yeah, like yeah. just letting your after the, after rubbing your feet, then letting your feet just sit still and notice what happens because there's still yeah. this resounding feeling. Ooh. So that's just like a quick thing you can do. Yeah, right now if you want to, or you can just rub your hands together for thirty seconds, and then afterwards, when you're when once it's gotten really warm in your hands, letting your hands stop and notice what it feels like. Yeah, and then you're feeling. All right, I think we've we've figured out feelings. Yeah, we figured them out. We figured out <laughs> feelings. That's how this show works: is you send us a topic, we figure it out. Problem solved. Problem solved. Feelings are done. So, as you know, this is live radio, and I do tend to get a bit sidetracked. And all this sensory stuff reminded me of this fun trick I used to do as a kid. So, if you stand in a doorway 
you know, with the door open. You stand in the doorway and you press your, have you done this before? No, but I'm really excited about what's going to happen. So you stand right in the middle of it, (laughs) press your, the outside of your hands, the back of your hands against the sides of the door, like the door jam. Yeah. You just press them and hold them there really firm against their, like a lot of pushing muscles. Hold it there really firm for like 60 seconds. Right? Okay. Set a timer or just like count to 60 in your head. And then when that time is up, you let go and you just walk into the room that uh-huh. you're in and something magical will happen. <gasps> I'm going to do it during our next break. Yes, you should do it. Okay. And, and I'll we'll, let people know what happens. We can come back and tell people. Stick around till the end of the credits to find out what happened to Lauren's arms. This Radical Short was produced by me, Lily Sloan, and featured Lauren Selfridge, an associate marriage and family therapist in San Francisco and host and creator of the podcast, This Is Not What I Ordered. It's a show that's all about supporting people living with chronic health challenges. And really, to me, it feels like a show about the challenges and joys of having a body. Definitely check it out. Radical Advice is live Tuesdays from 10 a.m. to noon Pacific time on San Francisco's beloved internet community radio station, Best Frequencies Forever. You can tune in at bff.fm, and you can find past broadcasts archived on the website or by subscribing to Radical Advice in your favorite podcast listening place. If you want your life questions answered on Radical Advice, please visit RadicalAdviceShow.com. You can submit your question anonymously right there on the site. Or you can record a voice memo and email it to me at lilysloan at gmail.com. Don't worry, I'll still keep your identity private. Stay tuned for the next episode of A Therapist Walks Into a Bar, coming in just a couple weeks. In the meantime, sign up for the newsletter at atherapistwalksintoabar.com, leave a review on iTunes, and visit patreon.com slash atherapistwalksintoabar to become a patron of the show. You can sign up at any level that works for you. Just know, whatever amount you give, there's some cool stuff in store for you, from helping me write special songs just for patrons, to weird portraits that I'll draw of you, to shout-outs and video chats. You definitely want to get in on the action. You stood in the door jam yeah, and did the, the holding your arms there for a minute or more trick. Yes. And you came out, and can you describe your experience? Ghost arms. Ghost arms. Ghost arms. Ghost arms. Ghost arms, roughly translated, means I felt that my arms were possessed by a ghost that wanted to lift them up in the air. Ghost arms. So it was really cool. It had the desired effect. It worked, Lily. Good job. Bye bye. (laughs) (laughs) So uh, try this at home.